Coming to you live from the Mistopheles Studios, it's Dark Fringe Radio. All I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. And I'm the cure. That is power. Hey guys, welcome to Dark Fringe Radio. I am your host, Will Martinez, and thank you again for joining us on another adventure of Dark Fringe Radio. I couldn't do this, of course, without my co-host, Jay Galosi. There he is. Where? Where is he? Where is he? he is. He's right there. He's right there. He's right there. <laughs> How's it going, brother? Fantastic, my God. Fantastic. How are you doing? Very good, man. Very good. On the mend. Uh, bronchitis, uh, knocked me down, but then I got up and kicked that bitch right in the balls and told him to go fuck off. So <clears throat> yeah, I get knocked down. That's right. I get up again. <laughs> ain't never gonna keep me down. Oh, bro. It was brutal. I thought I had Fucking COVID, 90s. but it wasn't the COVID. Thank God. Um, right. Right. It's just like every time, like you sneeze one too many times right? you stop for a second. Wait, can I smell things? Yeah. 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 No, but that's the one thing that was the test. That I made sure I was like, as long as my sense of taste and smell hasn't gone away, which it didn't, I was like, okay, I think I'm okay. But you know, when you feel like crap and you know, you feel like a Mack truck just hit over you, you know, you have to start questioning, you know, things that what's going on. So, but anyways, long story short, back on the mend. And thanks uh, for everyone for joining us for another edition of Dark Fringe Radio. This week, we have a very special guest, Mr. Dave Miller. Uh, We brought uh, him back on the podcast to talk about his book, Interrupted Journey. And uh, just um, an update on his book and um, where it is now, you know, the situation where, um, you know, the status of where it is at this point, you know, reissuing uh, of the book. And uh, we will talk all about that uh, in a little bit here in a second uh, with Dave Miller. And we really appreciate him coming on the podcast as well. Um, but before we get into all that, I just want to remind everybody how you can listen to the podcast. Really simple. Uh, darkfringeradio.com. Very simple. That's all you got to do. Go to our website. And uh, you can listen to all of our podcasts right there. Top right-hand corner, you can listen to all the uh, streaming services that uh, we use uh, to uh, you know, broadcast this beautiful show. Uh, and you can choose any which one of them. Or you can just go to the site right there at the bottom and look at the YouTube clip right there. It's right there at the bottom. So you really don't have to go anywhere. It's foolproof at this point, Jay. So uh, you know, it makes oh, things... Oh, I could fuck it up. <laughs> if there is anybody, yeah, then it could be you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's okay. But listen, just uh, check out darkfringeradio.com. Make sure you go there. Check out all our shit. And if you want to follow us, of course, on social media, make sure you do that. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dark Fringe Radio. So make sure you go ahead and do that there too. We really appreciate it. Oh, also, when you are on the streaming sites and uh, listening to our stuff, make sure you subscribe. Give us a, a rating. We really appreciate that. Um, it just I helps really us out. You're every time. Through your browser. Yeah. <laughs> the browser. The browser. So uh, that's it, man, for the housekeeping. I just wanted to remind everybody how you guys can do that. Uh, just make sure you go there. Or also, too, want to remind everybody 
YouTube, Dark Fringe Radio, trying to push that as much as we possibly can. Um, because, um, you know, doing this video, I think it enhances the podcast. I think a lot of people like it and enjoy it when they can see our face and see the inflection about the things that we're talking about. So um, I think it just, you know, it really enhances the quality of what we do here. So make sure you check that out. What do you think, right, Jay? I mean, that's what I think. Definitely, definitely good for the quality. Not so much about the inflection of the face. (laughs) Most nights when we're doing this, I'd this is after a day outside playing with children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your face is pretty much set from this point on out for the rest yeah, of the yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. you. So I feel bad for those who, who've got to see me. My, I was always told I had a face for radio. <laughs> That's what they say, right? That's what I've been told. A, a voice for radio and a face. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not, no, no, yeah. I have a face for radio. <laughs> a face for radio, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an audio medium. There you go, man. It means they go. can't see me, William. <laughs> I got it. I got I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. The, you know, the medication is, you know, still lingering yeah. in the brain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Likely story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, it is definitely a better quality. It, it takes it to a whole new level. Yeah. It does make it a lot more personable because now you can there you can attach the face of the voice. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Plus, you get all my weird little shit in the background. Yeah, exactly. So you can't, uh, you don't want to miss all that stuff. So yeah, again, make sure I did you- that stuff before the videos. Yeah, you did. Exactly. <laughs> Without even having any video. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, make sure again, everybody go check us out on YouTube, Dark Fringe Radio. Subscribe to that. That's really important because the more subscribers we get on the YouTube channel, I mean, it just helps us out tremendously. So, um, you know, listen, we have a lot of special guests coming up here in the future. Um, you know, we have uh, David Miller uh, this week. Next week, we have Tammy uh, Chavez, and uh, it'll be really interesting with her uh, discussion. So uh, that's something to look forward to as well. So we have a lot of big things coming up here soon um, and our hundred episodes coming uh, right around the corner as well. This is actually episode 93, Jay. So um, yeah, man, it's just, we're getting there. We're getting there slowly, but surely it's uh, we're creeping up to 100. So Jay tonight, I kind of wanted to deviate from the, the norm here and I'm not do as the world burns because you know okay. what? Um, at this point, um, <laughs> I think we had enough of a reminder of the real world, and I kind of wanted to take everybody out of that tonight. So, yeah. um, you know, think about something. Good on you. Yeah, think about something completely different. Um, com- you know, get your mind out of everyday bullshit that's going on, uh, especially in the news. And yeah, um, yeah. so tonight, uh, Jay, I'm just going to go ahead and forgive all that. Uh, I want to kind of jump right into what the F Florida, man. You think we could do that tonight? Oh, we could totally do that tonight. Awesome. I, I have a good one. Florida man. A Florida man. A Florida man. A Florida man. Now to the town of Sefner, Florida, near Tampa, where last night the earth opened up as it does increasingly, and this time it swallowed a 37-year-old man as he slept in his home. A man accused of destroying a liquor store in Okaloosa County told police he was in Alice in Wonderland. Matthew Horace Jones also said a caterpillar smoking a hookah told him to do it. A man calls 911 while Collier County Sheriff's deputies are chasing him, and he says Donald Trump, our president, is his personal friend, a close one at that. A Lake Worth man is uh, not too happy. He's accused of getting violent when waiters at a restaurant told him they weren't giving away free pizza. Covering Florida this morning, a Key West man is behind bars. Investigators say he was caught with a large amount of cocaine hidden in this Cookie Monster doll. Oh, shit, guys. You guys get it ready. All right, Jay, what do you have this week for What the F Florida Man? Please drop it on us. Naked Florida Man 
<laughs> humps tree <laughs> and punches deputy. Wow. So he made love to a tree and then ended up punching a deputy at the end. Love is love, man. You love is love. love copper. You think he was interrupted by the cop and that's why he punched the cop or tried to punch the cop? Guarantee. Guarantee. Let's hear it. Let's hear the story, Jay. Florida man was arrested doing a very Florida man thing, including <laughs> humping a tree and running down the street new. 21-year-old Al- Alonso Sanchez, sorry, Alonso, was found by deputies and was seen hugging and hip-thrusting a tree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk about Earth Day. We just had Earth Planners. Day, 420. It was yesterday, by the way. By the way, 420, happy every happy 420. 420. Yes. Yeah, well, happy belated 420. Yeah, happy yeah. 421. <laughs> and so... Uh, Today is National Snack Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was celebrating Earth Day in his own way, huh? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> um, he was completely naked and allegedly high at the time. No, duh. No, nah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't suspect. No. Yeah, no. Sober people hump trees for sure. Right, right. Exactly. Before the deputies could get to him, he ran to the street, was nearly hit by a car that had to swerve to avoid him. Wow. The deputies attempted to arrest him. He punched one of them in the face. Wow. What's After a brief struggle, he was apprehended and taken to the hospital and then charged with battery. Yeah. Wow. And battery against a police officer, which is even worse. You don't, that's a, it's a charge you definitely don't want to have on your record. You know man. who's not going to get justice? <laughs> the tree? The tree. <laughs> the tree was violated. Who got the shitty end of the stick, so to speak? Or the jizzy end of the stick. Yeah, oh, I was going to say it, but you said it first. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think, Jay? Bath salts on this one or meth? What do you think? Hallucinogens. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, hallucinogens is what I'm trying to say. I think someone popped just one too many caps and got weird. Yeah, I think you might be right on that one there, Jay. I mean, that's some fucking crazy ass shit. I mean, uh, meth, the guy would have been trying to cut it down with his fingernails. That's probably true. Yeah, trying to karate chop it with his hand until his hands. Bath salts would have been eating the tree. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, he probably try to try to Bucky Beaver the tree down. Right. right. Take that shit, dirty bitch. <laughs> no, he was trying to make sweet love to the tree. That was his. Uh, that was his way out. Well, yeah. listen, man, <laughs> yeah. I'm not surprised. What uh, city did this happen? Did this say at all or no, Jay? Uh, it was in Lee County. So okay, Lee County. That's up north, Middle Florida. State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, interesting story, Jay. Not surprised at all. Florida man humps tree, punches deputy in the face, and uh, ends up in a nice gray bar hotel for the night, I'm sure. Uh, thanks, Jay, for that. For <laughs> what the F, Florida man? What I'm I mean, here for? Listen, Bear I. of good news. Hey, I, I can never, you know, just nothing ever surprises me with these stories here, Jay. Nothing. I mean, no. really. It, it just is sad. William, that is sad. It is sad. That is sad. It is sad. sad that at this point. We've become like, what, neutralized or what are they, desensitized, as they say? Desensitized. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like, okay. You yeah, know, and by I, the way. That, that explains Skynet. And I think that's why we're headed there. Yeah, uh, 
because, you know, people just kind of went, eh, okay. You think they've been uh, preparing us slowly but surely for that? You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm maybe not, not necessarily the AI. Right. Um, but yeah. Like Big Brother yeah, kind of thing. We're, be, we're being field, fielded. Yeah. We're crop. <laughs> we're just a bunch of fucking cows being herded we around. We are, dude. We, we are. are. We are right. all part of the meat market. I mean, from birth to death, the second you're born, you're in debt. That's true. Your parents have to pay yep. to get you home from the hospital. Oh, that conspiracy theory can even run further. Trust me. I mean, I've heard I all know. kinds of stories about as soon as your name is is, is issued, you know, there's um, there's actually a, a tender that's been made in a bank uh, in your name, uh, basically. And people bet on whether or not <laughs> you have money or not. It's really weird. I mean, some of the stories that I hear, I mean, it's just very, very odd and strange. What but, I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. It makes you what really I'm think. Saying. Makes you really think. It's just the whole, we are, every piece of us costs something. Mm-hmm. And they're getting their money's worth. Oh, and yeah. that is why I think, I, I just see it. All these things, like I was just talking about the other day. Uh, great movie, PCU. Uh, wow, I haven't seen that movie in 90s. Years. Great movie. Yeah. Um, has, uh, what's his name? Jeremy Piven. Yep. And uh, and the guy that played Happy Hogan and all the Iron Men, uh, John Favreau. John Favreau, right. So, and there's a bunch of other just unbelievably accomplished. It's a, it's a great movie. Yeah, um, yeah. But they're on a college campus that, by the end, protests protesting. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? You know, protest protesting, but that's where we're at now. That's where we're at. That's where we're at right now. It was That's definitely where we're at. it was definitely a, uh, a a a kind of peek into the future with that movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. It definitely yeah, and it's crazy when when movies can kind of predict things. I also think uh, I think we're getting more towards uh, Harrison Bergeron mm. too. Uh, mm. Harrison Bergeron, which starred uh, Sean Austin Scott, the Sean Austin Scott, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frodo the, Baggins. Troll. So, um, he was smart. Anybody who's smarter than average, they would give them the headgear, like to dampen their their intelligence. Well, he was so smart, he kept blowing out these headbands. So he gets brought into the central government mm-hmm. that actually governs via television. Now, obviously, television, the medium itself. Uh, has gone through a great many changes since the uh, late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. But the ideology is still going to be the same. Right. Who right now is the one giving all the information? It's people on fucking YouTube. But unfortunately, yeah. William, it's people like you and I. Right. Uh, the difference is, is those people try to come off as, as if they were professionals and, you know, knuckles deep and know what the fuck they're talking about. You and I are very openly ignorant. <laughs> well, you know, there's another movie. It's called Videodrome. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it has... Yeah. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, James um, James Woods. It's basically about a company who, you know, decides to come out with videos that controls people's minds. I mean, this was the '80s. They're talking about this shit in the '80s. You know, it's happening now. You know what I mean? So again, you know, uh, I think movies do have a lot to do with showing us, you know, a little peek into the future. You know, it it shows us definitely a glimpse into 
the possibilities. Sure. I mean, because everything, everything that is in our reality has been group sourced. Correct. We all create all this shit. Correct. A table is only a table because we all call it a table. It's just <laughs> that kind of shit. Um, so, yeah, it's very interesting to see where some of these minds are going to be leading us. Wouldn't it be weird if there was like a whole amalgamation of shit? So what if it was like RoboCop meets Terminator mm-hmm. uh, meets Cyborg? Wouldn't that be a weird dystopian future? I mean, look at what, um, you know, uh, you see some of these videos with Boston Electronics with these uh, fucking dr- like machine robots that are fucking flipping off of boxes and shit. And, you know, they're kicking them yeah. over and then they're popping right back up like it's nothing. So, yeah. again, you know, it's like, OK. Yeah, I don't like those videos. I don't like them either. They make me very uncomfortable. Yeah. Which, yeah. Which, you know that goes to tell you that there's something there that, that that's because I look at I that. Feel, I feel, I feel bad for the machine. I do too. I do too. I, there is a certain sympathy that you have because they're basically enslaved, you know what I mean? But obviously they're not humans, but you know, you kind of feel bad because they're being controlled and making them, you know, I understand exactly listen, what you talk about, but I listen. also look at it at those videos. And I'm really like, Hmm. If that motherfucker decides to go crazy, how am I going to kill that thing? How am I going to kill that thing? You're not willing. You're not. <laughs> I'm going to die Sorry. trying. <laughs> Sorry, oh, yeah, no, you don't have a choice. No, 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 <laughs> you know, I, yeah. 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 Because what I'm not going to win it doesn't mean I'm not going to try. But Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no, I mean, you see the things that these things are capable of. And yeah, they're not sentient yet. 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 Yeah, because there are AI that do seem that have shown sentience, like the weird shoulder head up chick that has no hair and big beehive of a noggin. <laughs> yeah, the I AI chick you're talking about. I know who you're talking whoever. about. Yeah, yeah. I just saying it's um when not an if it's a mm-hmm. when right when those two technologies cross. Yeah. That is where our society will do one of two things. We'll either evolve and adapt a way to be equal and consider them equal. Like iRobot kind of thing? Huh? Like an iRobot kind of thing? Kind of like an iRobot. I'm thinking more like a um, bicentennial man. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. There can be a coexistence. Which, if you guys have never seen that movie, check it out. Robin Williams' spectacular yeah, performance. It's, honestly, it's it's like my second, not counting Aladdin, because Aladdin's my all-time favorite. Gotcha. Not animated. It's, it's my second favorite Robin Williams movie. Good gotcha. Morning Vietnam. Yeah. Great and then movie. Bicentennial Man. I mean, yeah. you yeah, see yeah. such a crazy range yeah. oh. from serious to light to to emotionless you ever seen him play a serial killer check out oh one, yeah check out check out one hour photo and it'll make you fucking creep out dude yeah. he looks so creepy in that thing he's like you're like yeah. oh <laughs> yeah I, chameleon yeah. the man was a chameleon he was very good very good but yeah. anyways listen that was uh you know a great topic that we kind of got into here and on a little side yeah. note 
Weird. Um, but thank you, Jay, for that uh, story for What the F, Florida Man. And wow, um, that's where that started. Okay. Yeah, that's where it all started, actually. Um, but, of course, uh, we're going to get into our interview here with Mr. Dave Miller uh, regarding his book, Interrupted Journey. And, uh, of course, you can find uh, his book everywhere, uh, most likely Amazon. You can go there as well. And uh, just look up uh, Interrupted Journey. Uh, Dave Miller, and uh, you can find his book and check it out. I really do, um, you know, implore you guys to check it out. I have a copy. It was a great book. It's a great read. Very easy read. Um, it's not going to take too much of your time, but it is very, very interesting. Uh, some of the stories that he has in there as well. So uh, make sure you guys check that out. So we're going to get into our interview here in a second with Mr. Dave Miller. Don't go anywhere, and we'll see you in a second. Hi, my name is Olympia Fonseca. I go by Oli. Um, I am a Reiki master. And uh, welcome to Dark Fringe Radio. Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for joining us on another edition of Dark Fringe Radio. I am your host, Will Martinez, and, of course, here with my co-host, Jay Galosi. And tonight we have a very special guest with us, Mr. Dave Miller from uh, Area 51 Podcast. Dave, how's it going, brother? It's going good, man. It's going good. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Thanks for coming on the podcast, man. And uh, listen, um, we've had you on before, obviously, you know, we had your, uh, we talking about your book, Interrupted Journey, man. And I'm, I'm so happy to have you back on to talk about it. Obviously, there's been a reprinting of the book. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I, I, <laughs> I want to talk about that. We'll definitely get into all that in a minute. But um, I want to talk about the book itself first, obviously, because that's the most important thing. That's what we're pushing. That's what we want right. people to buy, obviously. Um, and listen, when I first saw this, I got this book from you, man, you sent it over to me. It's basically like a, a, a collection of all these stories of things that happened to you while you were growing up, man. Right, I mean, right. from, just, just, yeah. just basically like a journey, right? It's my journey through, through life and certain things happened that were all around the paranormal. Right. right. And I wasn't even looking for it. I wasn't, you know, this is way before the word paranormal even existed, man. So right. I was just out just trying to be a kid and, and be, you know, a normal kid, as normal as you could be in the 70s, you know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it just got crazy, man. I started having like bad dreams through, you know, through chapter one. It started with having like sleep paralysis. Yeah. And it just kind of basically takes you from my East Coast life to being raised in the West Coast and. And then finally, when my father retired, we moved up here uh, to the Utah area. And man, which is I, like jumping from the frying pan into the fire, right? Or something oh, like that. It was complete culture shock for me. Bro. <laughs> yeah. Talk about two different worlds. <laughs> it was complete culture shock for wow. me. But I, I, I learned to really like it here. I love the mountains. Uh, you know, like the snow reminded me of my childhood, uh, you know, in Queens. Cause we used to have some pretty good snowstorms back in New York, Yeah, you know, born, born in Miami, but my, my upbringing is definitely mostly Queens. And, and then from there we, we moved to LA, but yeah. you know, this book, man, it, it's what's, what's so weird about it is at first I didn't even really want to do this thing. I didn't really? even want to do it. Oh yeah. It was like, I didn't want to put myself out there. And the, and the co-author that I had at, you know, with me mm -hmm. at the time, encouraged it and and so i started writing this. i was writing this book on my cell phone right i started writing stuff i i, I got a notes program and i would just start writing and just mm -hmm. you know reflecting on everything and you know just and so my thumbs are going crazy and i'm and i'm sending over the co-author all this stuff you know like no no paragraphs a bunch of horrible spelling you know all, all the glitches and everything that come 
with sent in a text message, but yeah. they were just paragraphs of pages and pages of stuff. And so we started in on the book. And, and once it started, this the weird part about this book, man, is that it doesn't stop writing itself. Yeah, it's hyper morphing, it sounds like, it, you know, it just keeps morphing. There's always yeah. another chapter. And I'm like, what's going on? You know, because, you know, and we'll get to the, you know, it, it the relationship with the co-author and kind of crappy, you know, it, it really did for me. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, for, for me on my side of things was because um, the book was pulled. I said, pull the book. I don't want I don't I don't feel like it's being legitimately represented now because the co-author became started to become friends with Brian Fire, who's in the book, you know, one of the one of the people that stabbed me in my back. Basically the antagonist and, in your book, basically. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, just just one of the biggest bullshitters in the book that was lying to me about stuff, about the compound. And he was going to the compound about me behind my back to their attorneys and all this stuff. So she became friends and still are friends hanging out with all those guys in that crew. And mm. I was like, you know what, dude? Nah, this is this isn't for me. Pull it. Take it, you know. So we took it down and I basically, and uh, I don't regret it. I, I didn't regret it because I felt, you know, anybody that I talked to about the situation was like, what? You know, and when you're in these type of situations, right, where I'm putting my life in this book, I'm putting my heart and soul, and I was sued for a whole bunch of money um, from the compound itself, right? So in that in that situation i felt like i needed loyalty from someone and to find out that you know they're friends and and you know sending stuff back and forth sharing each other's stuff on facebook i just felt like what what is what is this this just isn't normal right no you absolutely you know you're you're absolutely right um you know, and obviously it sounds like there's some some uh, legal hurdles. There's some red tape that you have to be very oh, yeah. careful with. Oh, definitely. You have I mean, to describe things, but it's ex- exactly. when you feel like you can't, when there's not that that return of energy, when there's not uh, a connection with honesty and loyalty, you gotta you gotta do exactly what you did. You you pull the product, you stop, right. you you start fresh. My question, because I heard the time we had you on, unfortunately, I couldn't be on that particular episode. Um, and you guys had said you had been friends, you know, for years and, uh, I kind of accustomed it to Will and I have been friends for a long time. And this kind of happened very organically, mm-hmm. but how do you feel like the, the book, do you feel like the book has been enhanced? Like the content itself is better with this new, the new version, or is it just an addition of chapters? Um, the, what's kind of different about the second edition now? Okay. The second edition is only has one chapter added to it. And it's basically, you know, it's called, uh, well, I want to make sure she wrote it right when I put it in there. Uh, this is where, it, when, when you find it, when you, when you, when you hear about how all this even came about is even weirder, mm-hmm. but it, it's called here and Zen is the final here chapter. And, mm. and it's, it's a basically cha- it's a great chapter. It's basically of me, a reflection of me saying this, you know, I asked people to be involved with the book and they came up with every reason why they wouldn't do it because all of them were trying to polish up and 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 give back rubs to the compound right and um so i i just kind of basically am a reflect it's just a reflection of everything as as it's happened now 
I did get in contact with the, with the co-op and I was like, Hey, let's go ahead. Let's put the book back out and do it. And she's like, well, how about this? How about I help you put it up for yourself and you remove my name off of everything. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? If, if you don't want any part of it now, you know, I never asked her to take her name off of it whatsoever. Sure. It was where, where this is where it got really weird for me because I started to realize I'm like, are these guys telling her something about not having her name on it, uh, fear of lawsuits or whatever the case, you know, whatever, whatever. So she she helped me put it back out, and 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 that's where I was like, okay. So I was very thankful, very thankful. I was like, okay, cool. It's out there. It's now. It's only got my name on it. Added a chapter to it of reflection of everything. And then things got weird, really weird. Um, mutual friends, uh, well, Facebook friends, um, coming to me saying, hey, you know, so-and-so says, you took that book. That I took my book. I'm like, it's my book. It's my story. It's my life. How, how could I take that from anybody, right? This is, I lived this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is right. my story. This is so I don't yeah. know how I could have done that in the first place. But she's, you know, I think, like I say, I think that the sympathy kick and the sympathy trips that people get on on social media, um, you know, I had some pretty rough words with a close personal friend of both of ours. And, you know, and all of a sudden in the middle of this, in the middle of this fight, that we're having about something completely off subject, an argument, he starts throwing shit at me that I took the book and I left her stashed out. And and here's the deal. Mm -hmm. She makes plans to fly out and and we were going to hang out. I get a call from the Discovery Channel to go out and film uh, with Blind Frog Ranch, right? So I told her that this was happening and she still makes the decision to get on the plane to fly out here. And, you know, when I'm done with the filming, we'll get, I'll, you know, drive from that part of the state up and, and we'll hang out, we'll meet up and they're going on some paranormal ghost hunts and stuff. And I didn't make it. I didn't, I was so burnt out after a full day of filming, you know, uh, it was a lot of, it was a lot of work, man. And I wasn't expecting it to be as, to take as long as it was. I didn't have any idea that they were going to use me the way that they did. Right. So I went out and I was like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm not going to make it. I can't make the the ghost hunt and all that stuff at this place called Leslie's family tree. And then, uh, very famous place in Utah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was an awesome place. They sold it, unfortunately, but it was one of my favorite locations. And they sell it to like a big like developer or like a, I, another person who's going to just keep the I, restaurant going. I hope, I hope it's somebody small that wants to do that, but right. Because okay. there's a chance that who knows you might get to be able to go back in it again. Right. But um, so they went and did their their thing there, and then the following day, I worked for one of the busiest shipping companies in the world. It's up there, right? I got called in to work the following day after, so I had to go work. And then I find out that this person's running around smacking gums, telling everybody. She even told the dudes in fire in the sky that I, uh, that I ditched her. They, that's her words. I ditched her while she was here. Dude. Talk about Mike knew, Rogers and those guys. 
yeah 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 yeah. and and i'm like you you knew before you stepped on that plane that a whole bunch of different stuff developed for me before Mm -hmm. you even got came you could have stopped you you know so some stuff's going on but now it's like she runs around looking for sympathy trying to badmouth me and it's very important that i came out to talk to somebody about this i could have done this on my podcast Mm -hmm. but it's it's not it's not really my thing i don't want i don't want to talk about myself over there i use that for other people. yeah yeah i totally get it yeah i wouldn't yeah. talk about myself on our own podcast i totally get right. it right it's yeah. difficult to do that you know <clears throat> but i just, well, I just there's feel- there's that level of god i'm sorry dude no 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 go ahead bro i was gonna say it, there's a level of when it's when it's your podcast or it's your platform uh you almost have to remove yourself you have to be a third party and in a situation right. like this you definitely need you need an open platform to, to give your side. My dad used to always say there's three sides to every story, yours, mine, and the truth. Exactly. But he'd always add in this caveat. Fine, one of them is closer to the truth than the other. <laughs> the fact that you pulled your book, and one of the things from the last episode that I, I found, one of the reasons why I definitely am going to check out the book and read is, like you said, you didn't put it out there to get famous or to get TV time or get airtime. No. You aren't doing this to become, you know, independently wealthy. You're not trying to push the product because it's, yeah, it's you're your lifestyle. As it is. It's, exactly. It's a chronological, it's, I've never, it's an explanation of extra of your life. Right. I never tried to do any of this TV stuff either, man. I Discovery yeah. Channel called me last time. And before that, Travel Channel called me. I never reached out to them to do anything. And right now, you know, it's been under under kind of a confidential deal, but I'll tell you guys straight up right here. I'm in talks to actually be on a show, another show. So, you know, there's things going on in the background that, you know, I'm patiently waiting to find out if, if I'm going to do it. You know, um, I've, yeah. I've agreed to do it. It's just waiting for the networks to right. deal with all this COVID stuff and everything, you know, right. everything's like, changing and reopening so you know mm-hmm. um but there's a possibility you know i worked really close with the producer uh from the discovery channel and and he wanted me a part of his project so i agreed to do that that's um, awesome you know it is awesome man but it it's not it's even awesome if, if even if it doesn't happen i was asked and uh my story was appreciated enough mm-hmm. and and the the footage and the things that i've presented to people that they've witnessed that i have captured and and my methods are respected enough to even be you know considered so that's right. an honor yeah. right but it gets, yeah. just gets mad man you know how, how this whole community is with people when um the minute what, something good starts to happen for somebody everybody just goes ape shit crazy and they want to ruin you you know mm-hmm. yeah i've seen a, a lot of that unfortunately um, um one thing i wanted to ask you dave i mean you know, a lot of the stuff that's happened around the book, but you know, the book itself, it's, it, it's so um, the, the, the information that's inside of it, you know what I mean? There's of course all this drama outside of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the, the, the book itself, the, the, the meat and potatoes of this thing, that's, what's really, you know, the, you know, what's the, the buried treasure in this whole thing, because once people actually take a look at this and start to realize the stuff that you went through um, since a young age, I mean, a lot right. of it, a lot of it swirls around, you know, instrumental, you know, transcommunication, of course, you know what I mean? ITC. Right. Yes, and, it um, 
you know, it started with the radio, of course. It continues to this day, bro. It still continues to this day, right? Oh, I love ITC. It's the one thing that, yeah, I mean, instrumental transcommunication is just an amazing, amazing situation. I just had a great, awesome uh, creator, uh, device creator on, Rob Hernandez, uh, last night. Yes, I'm familiar Uh, with him. Yeah. Phenomenal individual, fantastic box maker, just an all-around good-hearted dude. And, you know, that's the kind of stuff that keeps me in it, dude, is is this. Because the K2s and the ghost shows, I'm not not into it, dude. I'm not. Yeah. (laughs) can I, let me ask you a question, Dave. You said in, in the last episode, you talked about uh, some apps that you've developed and some, um, uh, if you could describe to me a little bit more about what that process was like. Um, yeah, yeah, man. Um, how how you do it, if, if you don't mind, because it wasn't no, really no. explained and I'm definitely curious about it. Not at all. I, I've done some crazy apps, dude. Um, I stopped doing it. I, I made one app that's just been so good for me that I was like, after I made that, I was like, I'm done. I don't, I don't need to, because at that point you become a salesman, right? You're trying to outdo yep. and top and go on. And I made something that works and I was lucky enough to achieve that. And I used different types of weird audio. I mm-hmm. did one app that was called um, the executioner's box. Okay. What, I like it. What it <laughs> what it was nick roth made this one famous for me um it was actually used uh, a friend of mine jeremy jones from paranologies um took all my apps <clears throat> and put them on a uh sorry about that on a uh one of his devices and uh sent it to groth and groth took it over to england i had no idea they were using it none whatsoever but the the audio itself is um serial killers like Richard Ramirez, mm. Gacy, all these guys confessing. I took the audio and I spliced it up into milliseconds and it was all flipped backwards in reverse. So there's no words coming forward. So when you had that communication and you started hearing relevant words and, and sounds or names and stuff, you just instantly knew that you were having that type of contact. So that was my, my method of, of the madness was to try and use tones, whether they're voices or sounds or whatever. Um, even the literature itself, I did stuff like from the book of Enoch, um, <clears throat> audio books. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm trying to think of other stuff I used. I Dude, I actually did one once with cartoon characters. I used that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. I didn't put it out. I didn't put it out like to sell it. I just was experimenting right. like, to see if what I could get through these, you know, um, I, Scooby-Doo and Batman and Rob. <laughs> I, I tried all kinds of stuff just to, to see what was going to work and what wasn't. And like the most simple stuff was like, you know, like, you know, children's books, you know, because uh, I used just like all audio books that were, you know, sliced up and read. I, I never put my own voice or any of that stuff or words. I just took it and spliced it. I would try, you know, different lengths of the audio that I was putting in it. And one day I just, I came up with, with a really good mix of stuff and I started taking it out to the compound and testing it out there. And the representatives that were with me from that place were scared shitless. I, I saw them, <laughs> man. I, I saw them in the video, you know, <laughs> 
Yeah. You, when you see that look on their face, you understand. You yeah. See, yeah. You, like yeah. you see them stand up and yeah. you know, they're, they're looking in the corner of their eye. They put their hands in their pocket. They're real uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that's one of the, they're, they're uh, pulling the Hank Hill. Oh yeah. It's straight <laughs> what up. And that's what's so funny about it is, <laughs> is when you're, when they're doing these sessions that, you know, we, uh, you might hear something that I don't, right. You, something right. might jump out at you a name or a sound or a word that just chills you to the bone. And I saw that with these guys. I saw them go, you know, Oh, you know, I got the chills from that. You know what I mean? So, and and as I go back and I analyze it more and more and more of it came out. So, you know, I, that's the amazing thing about it for me with the, uh, with instrumental transcommunication is that it just doesn't seem to have any boundaries. It affects everybody a little bit different. Right. But you can just once you start hearing your name or your full name, it's just crazy yeah. stuff like that. You, you have to wonder what are these inter, interdimensional things that are reaching out to us to make contact? Where is that coming from? How well, it also, that? it obviously, you know, it, it, it lays to the fact or to the belief that, you know, everything is on a different frequency, you know, that everything on all different right. types of energy, you know, you know, either resonates on certain frequencies, you know, us as human beings, we've, you know, resonated at a certain frequency, but other things, other dimensional beings may, you know, resonate at a higher or lower, depending on what it right. is. Um, and that I think has a lot to do with ITC. I mean, ITC is just an amazing, amazing, you know, a tool, uh, you know, right. to paranormal investigating. I just, I don't think there's anything else that's, that, that compares to it, obviously, you know, as far yeah. as other tools. So it, does, it doesn't sound, I mean, we caught, we caught something like that uh, once in, in audio, and it, and it was it was yeah. it was creepy as hell. Uh, Dave, we have a, th- a weird thing here. Unfortunately, well, fortunately, yeah. I don't know. Fortunately, whatever you want to call have it, we have something that follows us. Yeah, there's we have EVPs that pop up on our podcasts. Just even like what we're doing right now, we'll have EVPs that come through. We're just like. <laughs> Where's this laughter coming from? Who's this guy talking? It's not, it's not, we'll do podcasts with me and Jay. And there's like a third person talking. I'm like, where's that third person coming it's from? It's so weird that you're saying that. Cause we just had this conversation last night with Rob. Really? He was doing a radio interview. Yeah. Um, somebody, and he has like an hour drive to work mm-hmm. and they're like, Hey, who's in the car with you? And he's like, nobody. <laughs> so they're picking up all these disembodied voices coming from the back seat with him as he's going. And so last night on the cast, we actually had some stuff picked up as well, too. So just like it's so weird that you bring that up because it's now there's here's another, you know, link in the chain. I think that it's happening a lot more than than people realize. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think um, the more that you talk about it and the more that you kind of like more like, um, you know, attention to it in some ways, it's like you kind of open yourself up and then these things start to come through and you're just like, right. You know, some people may not notice it right away, you know what I mean? Because it may not be so you know, noticeable, but, you know, when you're kind of looking for it, like I am all the time, you know, because you know, I also do paranormal investigations and stuff like that. And I'm constantly, you know, looking for any kind of odd noises that don't fit the, you know, the, the video or what's going on. Um, you know, oh, that's we, awesome. I love it, man. Yeah, I love it. You hear the podcast, you're just like, damn, man. I mean, it's it's starting to happen a lot more and more. So you kind of wonder, like, do you kind of open yourself up? And that's actually another question I want to ask you. Like, you know, you've had a lot of this stuff happen to you, you know, from even at a young age. Do you think that it's gone progressively more? You've got open more and more and more, you know, throughout the years. Oh, yeah. It's getting worse as I get older. Yeah. It's like I have to. I, I when I start doing ghost box sessions, man, I'll send you uh, I'll send you private message here when we're done mm-hmm. of a session that was done at Leslie's family tree. Now, the ghost box that I used 
um, was made by Steve Holte, one of the original box makers out there. We don't get along, so it's all good. I still plug him in. He made it. It was a, it was a decent box. It's just not what I wanted, so I sold it. And when I sold the box, it made him even more angry at me that I sold the stuff. <laughs> I bought it. I owned it. I could do what I want. But hey, you give the guy kudos. I mean, come yeah, on. No, yeah. no, he's a fantastic box maker. He's just stubborn, and I don't have time for that in my life. Um, but Preach. we did the se- we did the session there, <laughs> and it was so incredible the the replies that him and this other guy I can't think of the guy's name he was responsible for making the Jensen. 55a hat mm, um okay i can't think of the guy's name real thick new yorker real tough talker guy you know yeah 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 yeah, and, yeah. i know you're talking about it. I, I can't remember and, his name either yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but <laughs> he said i was fucking fake oh oh i'm sorry man no no he it's all good this is rated r here brother i was faking you're good bro fucking, I, I faked my my session there's five of us there and we're using a radio yeah. How am I going to do it? It's scanning through the radio stations, dude. How, how do you fake that? You should be, you should be amazed that your box works that good, but whole thing, right? you know, a dumb, dumb, you know, yeah. whatever, man. But that's how it is. And the older I get, excuse me, anytime I go out and do a session, it's, uh, I feel like for some odd reason, there's something with me. I feel like, um, um, I'm not I'm not psychic or or any of that kind of stuff because I have a hard time with all of that kind of stuff because there's so many fake psychics, you know, um, Facebook psychics that I just I I kind of stay away from it. But there is no doubt the older I get, the more um, in tune I am with locations. I go to place and I, I just feel I just feel the activity. I don't that's the number know. one that's the number right. one like right. device or tool is is your feeling right yeah i don't use i don't need to use anything to tell you if i'm feeling something at a spot right. and when i'm feeling like when i walk into leslie's family tree it's like i get constricted i feel like it's just on me the minute i walk in there and the minute yeah. i give this thing any opportunity to make contact with us it's it's just like the snowball effect it starts slow and then the next thing i know people are running out going and myself included i leave the (laughs) building at times i have to i it gets so heavy that i got to go outside and and get some air and the minute i step out that door it's fine it's like completely off but when i walk back in it's like no you're here it's we're gonna let you know right there again yeah no i don't go jay i was gonna ask you a question today so and i at the beginning, you kind of said, I don't know what it is, but do you think or have you ever thought about what it might be about you that might make you a little bit more sensitive to it? And the reason why I ask is because uh, I've had my uh, fair share of habits or, or happenings that I, I you couldn't explain unless it wasn't uh, another dimension or something along those lines. Right. But I was wondering what you might attribute that to that some people are a little bit more uh, sensitive or open or connected and some some are i didn't know if maybe you could personalize that what is it about you, you, know, you think maybe well it's like we're like when when i was in new york man it was like i could always like if my sisters were in trouble or my brothers were in a situation or whatever i just always knew that there was something wrong it's like it was almost kind of like spidey sense dude and i and i mean you know i my kids big 
I'm sitting actually sitting in my kid's room right now, <laughs> quiet nice. part of the house. Nice. So, yeah. I mean, you know, but we're it, it's definitely it's like a spidey sense, yeah. and I have it with my kids too, man. It's like I know if something's not right instantly, you know, and it, it's right. I don't know. It's 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 like a curse, but nobody else in my family were, was like it. You know, they were like that. As just I I'm just different, man. I I don't know. Yeah. I, I wish I could define it more, but I. think think that i've spent most of my life trying to ignore it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. trying to just live and do things and then when i got really started getting into this stuff and ufology and 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 you know interdimensional stuff they just i started to identify that these locations that i'm going to with these people were, were being extremely active but then they would go back and i wasn't there and it wasn't anything like that they would tell me man i wish you were there because when you're here, stuff goes crazy. And, and you know, Corey Broadhead, um, she was the one that re- did the ghost tours at Leslie's family tree. Right. She will tell you, you can contact her. She will tell you out of every time they ever had ghost investigations in there, the times when I came there, she said, were the most active out of anything that happened there. Zach Bagans, um, <clears throat> the um, Dead Files chick, I can't, Amy, whatever her name is. Amy Allen. But, yeah, just she's like when you're here dave it's it's the place is off the hook you know mm-hmm. that comes from her and i know she's not she's not blown smoke because we're friends right you know right. she don't care if i go there or not but when i go there she right. made a point that she was going to be there for the whole night you know so it was cool sorry right. i'm so hoarse guys i got sinuses from the damn weather no, no no it's all good brother it's all good i understand man listen uh you know so you know i would consider yourself pretty much a tech head as well, because, you know, that's what got you in this whole thing. You know, obviously, you know, the ITC, you know, do you find any other that, you know, new type of device out there that's come out lately that really has maybe, you know, looked, you know, taking your eye off of things a little bit, maybe like, you know, piqued your interest a little bit, you know, cause you know, you know, the, the, you see the, you know, the connect thing and that, that thing, I'm like, I'm super skeptical about that. You know what I mean? I don't know. To me, it's just like, that's way too easy. I mean, I'm just like, uh, I kind of look at that. I'm like my, you know, my skeptical hippo face kind of, kind of comes out when I see that. I'm just like, nah, you know what I mean? But is there anything out there now that that, that's kind of like, you know, said, you know, maybe uh, turned your eye a little bit. There is one thing that I caught on Amazon recently. And then I started to look into it. I think it's called the, the EMP pod or something like that. It looks like a lantern. Right. It's got real bright lights and, um, you know, just an EMF detector, but it's big. And for me, that's one of the things that's uh, important to me is lights and sound. You know, um, we talk about the tri-field meter that Zach Bagans uses, the old school one. I have the new school one. Right. um, Because for one, it's got a light on it and it makes sound. I don't want to focus on any gear. Uh, I want to be more into the area. So when something trips or goes off, then it gets my attention. But right. I sit there and hover over stuff. I definitely love all the old school stuff, but technology is good, especially when it comes to EMF meters and sensors, because they're just getting better and better. So I don't believe in going backwards with that stuff. But like the old school ghost boxes, oh, dude, I'm all about old school. I yeah. can't, I can't do the new school stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel you on that, man. No, seriously, because like, 
I see some of it. I'm just like, oh, I don't know about that. But you know what? When you're right. talking about like EMF, you know, uh, detectors and stuff like that, I'm totally right. with that because, man, you know, listen, at the end of the day, energy is energy. You're going to you're going to pick up on it. And if you can find right. you find an instrument that can, you know, pick it up even more in a sensitive level, by all means, why not? Let's do this. You know what I mean? Well, here's an example of an awesome piece of gear that I got from Jeremy Jones. I can't think of what the name was of this thing was. Mm-hmm. Bagans uses it on on Ghost Adventures. It's a little handheld thing with the the tri, I think it's a trifield meter or something like that. I was telling you the story about the trifield meter, yeah. and I went outside and came back in the house, and I called JJ up, and he goes, "Dude, is your house grounded?" And I'm like, "Well, yeah, to, but." call an electrician up to come and find out my fucking house wasn't grounded really <laughs> so that i mean when 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 you get some a piece of gear such as that and somebody as intelligent as jeremy is and right. you know he's a hardcore engineer dude the guy's legit um you know he solved my problem for me that quick and i didn't even know i had one that's so crazy huh yeah i was like this is great so you know gear is good and technology is good but yeah I, I mean, I'm I'm more off of of depending on that stuff anymore. I right. use I use a few cameras, um, but the radios and and you know EMF is very important to me. Yeah, and me I too. learned that I yeah. learned that out at, at the compound. Mm-hmm. Um, got me got me in some in a pretty good situation with those guys, and uh, <laughs> I, I put some stuff out uh, that I captured and. Uh, you know, but and, and another thing is infrared, infrared, dude. I was out there one night and uh, there was some scientists there and we were catching this flashing light in our peripheral vision. Mm-hmm. And it was like you would see it and you would turn your head and it was gone. Right. Mm. You're looking at it. It's gone. And we're going back and forth. Are you, are you seeing it? Yeah, I see it. I see it. So right. I remembered that I had this uh, monocular in my car that was uh, infrared. Okay. And I just was like, you know, we're trying everything. Cell phone, camera, all these expensive Canon cameras. Not picking up shit, no? Nothing. Right. And I went and grabbed this. And I still got the monocular, man. I went and grabbed it. And I pointed it up at the sky. And it was like a lightning storm going off above us. And nobody knows what that was to this day. And I recorded that shit. Wow. Wow. You get somebody who doesn't have uh, PhDs and is tattooed up and isn't the, the, (laughs) you know, the poster boy of, you know, know, I'm with you. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They don't, they don't, they don't want to take it serious because you know, you're, you don't have PhD or whatever in front of your name scholars or whatever but here's the thing if you ever watched a certain movie about the uinta basin where uh george knapp a very famous reporter out of la broke you know area 51 of course and some and another story here in in the state of utah Mm -hmm. um he says you know basically that science when it gets the the paranormal and science got its ass kicked because these guys are out there and they're trying and I watch them on TV on certain shows and I just laugh, dude. I do because they're trying to, they're trying too hard to define exactly what it is we're seeing instead of, instead of accepting that it's just there. Right. Okay. 
the first thing it, it, you have to do is accept its existence before you can begin to categorize it. What it is, right? Yeah. So, but these guys want numbers, and they, if it doesn't hit this, you know, certain point, then it's not real, or you know, that's all the wrong way to approach this stuff. You got to go with what you feel. You know, you got to go with feeling. You got to, of course, it's great to be able to capture and but trying different things. And some, some high school dropout that ran back to his car and pointed his camera up at this guy, filmed the fireworks show that nobody else could see. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, all their education doesn't pay off. You know what I mean? It's, well, it's, it's almost guy. It's almost like the, the baggage of knowledge they carry some a short sight. Like they can't see the forest for the tree. It hinders them. They yeah. understand. It puts blinders on them. Yeah. Right. They have right. to so much hold about it in what, their hand. They yeah. understand so much about what, they, what, you know, science has proven, but they can't bend their mind around. If science can't explain it, that doesn't mean it's not real. It means that it, it's real right. and you just can't understand it. There's so right. many things going on that, honestly, I don't think we could, we, we would be able to understand if people, somebody did explain it to us. It's one of those things you just, you have to feel it and you have to know that what's there is there. And instead of looking for every little nook and cranny to make sure it fits in that box. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. It, it has to fit their box. You're, that's the problem, Jay. Because if it doesn't fit their box, then it's automatically disqualified. Like what Dave was saying, it's like it's completely ignored. You can't do shit like yep. that. You know what I mean? Right. Not, not with the stuff we're talking about, no, right? You no, know, absolutely not. If, if, if we're talking about brain tumors and cancer right. and all that stuff, yes, I want those numbers to be exactly where they need to be. Right. To try 100%. to help people, you know, it's like with, with the Rona and all that stuff that's going on. I want the numbers to be as possibly as close as possible. But when we're talking about interdimensional beings and, you know, uh, UFOs and, and portals and <laughs> things that 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 i've seen man with my own eyes right way i could put a number on that There's right no way that i can i can even identify where that thing came from you don't what even is- know the rules to the game like you know what i'm saying exactly exactly and to them <laughs> if, if it's disappearing then it must be some kind of anomaly and that's it and they write it off because they can't put a stamp on it and it's like rich people you know rich people want to buy up everything and put their name on everything right you can't do that with this stuff. And the minute that you let somebody know, wink, wink, that you're not going to play that game with them and you're going to keep doing what you do, then they don't like that. Then because certain things and people can't be bought. That's you know, true. That is it true. Comes it's, called, to, uh, it's called integrity. And I'm well, glad just, you have it, sir. Well, man, I just want I want to know what this stuff is, bro. I want to I want to I want to experience it. I don't. I don't care about who puts the Goodyear name on a, a UFO. Right. Could you imagine that? Hey, cool UFOs. Uh, let's put a logo on it. We got to own that. <laughs> that's where we're heading. <laughs> right. That's I what mean, everything is these days. Branding, branding. Uh, you know, that's one of and the- more and more and more. The government's getting closer and closer and closer to disclosure. That's what I wanted to ask you that, Dave. I mean, we're starting, you know, me and Jay talk about this. I bring it up every week in our podcast. You know, we, we kind of like pontificate upon, you know, we see like week after week, you know, there's more stuff that they're admitting to. There's video right. that's coming out. There's, you know, 
people that are, you know, whistleblowers that are coming out, ex-generals, you know, uh, you know, all these people. And do you think that's where it's where we're going? I mean, you think it's going to happen? I don't think they have a choice anymore. I I just think that there's so many things that people are catching and pilots are starting to report it. Right. Our technology, like the Tic Tac UFO, wasn't it weird that that, you know, these guys are flying and you see that guy long locked onto that one that's ripping across the water. Our yeah. radar locked onto that. Right. That's how we, our technology is so advanced that we're locking onto things that we don't know what they are. Right. right. So, I mean, technology is good in so many different ways and forms, but mm-hmm. man, with, with these, it's now, just, on the other side of that, do you think <laughs> that we've become desensitized to it? Because like you said, we just saw that article last week about the Tic Tac UFOs and it was just like, all right, cool. There's some Tic Tac UFOs that surrounded a, a fucking, you know, a ship of, of ours. You know what I mean? No yeah, big deal. Yeah. That's all right. You know, so have yeah, we become that, desensitized to it now? Or, or is it just like, is it, get, is it getting to the point where now they have to say something because it's no big deal to us anymore? I think that's the plan. Right. I think that's the plan. Um, like, remember when Grand Theft Auto came out and <laughs> the guy... The guy would, you know, beat up and burn the prostitute up and all that stuff. And it was right. just shocking, right? right? Absolutely insanity that you think about your kids playing that. Look right. what games they're playing now, right? It starts, it desensitizes us as a society to where we're more accepting of that shit, right? right. So yeah. the government throws us uh, crumbs every now and then, you know, let, let us accept it. Let us see what, how we're going to react to it. Because if they just came out like the world of worlds from uh, Orson, Orson Wells, Wells, yeah, when, when that shit happened, bro, people were diving out a window. People were going crazy when they heard that shit on the radio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They thought it was real. They thought yeah. it was real. People died, had heart attacks. You know, oh. uh, people jumped out of windows. I mean, they didn't know what to do. You know, wow. so you know, yeah. if you think about it, if you just come out and you hit people with that. Yeah, the, the government knows, dude. They know. They they know yeah. a lot more. And in June, that report's supposed to be released that uh, that lets us know a little bit more about what they know. Well, let's see if they actually keep it complete and not redact a whole bunch of shit like they usually do, because that's the uh, that's the very very famous trick that they do. They disclose stuff, but then there's black lines written through half the shit, so you have to right. kind of you know figure it out for yourself. But yeah, I hope so. I really do. You know, and it's it's so crazy because like like you said, we see it more and more, and it's just like whatever now. And it's just like now, if it comes out, how does that change things? You know what I mean? Where do you think that's going to, how do you think that's going to change things in the future when they just completely come out and just say, all right, this is it. Well, with the way society is right now, it would, I, you know, I've lost so much faith in mankind over these last couple of years that it's, it's so disturbing, dude, you know, seeing how things are. So I would hope that some news like this could somehow, you know, Ronald Reagan gave that speech back in the day where he talked about, if we were being attacked from an outside force, mm-hmm. that it, our differences on this planet would be United so us. minor, right? right? It would be right. nothing. Because now right. we have to band together to see what that, that life is. And I hope, I hope that, you know, in this lifetime it happens. But I think, I'm serious, man. I think in June, there's going to be some serious stuff on the table for us to either accept or, or not. Yeah, I got it. Jay, you have a question? 
No, I was just um, I, w- I was simply going to agree with the fact that the government to ease us into it. Um, maybe now that I think about it, you think this information comes out? Let you know. Let's say they 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 don't redact anything. Like they're gonna, but let's say they don't. And it proves that there are, that there are extraterrestrials. We've we've had interaction with aliens. There are there is more proof uh, than what they previously stated, because it's not like an outside force like Reagan was talking about. He was talking about it, something attacking us and then us banding together to protect ourselves. If there's no attack and need for defense, if it's a friendly force, do you think that it will still band us together? I mean, there's no really a strict opinion, but what do you think would happen? I, I think I, there's hope. I have hope for mankind, dude, to come, you know, event, eventually, eventually the smaller things in life got to, you know, I have hope that we're, we're capable of, of accepting one another. And I know I do, man. I'm a colorblind Jew from Queens, bro. <laughs> I hate everybody equally, <laughs> you know, so, you know, I, I, I'm very diverse and it came from the street I lived on. And then, you know, as I got older and got into these management courses and stuff where they're teaching, I'm like, wow, where were you raised? You know, the, you know people are people and you, and you got to be open and accepting. Everybody's different, but yeah. yeah know, and this, in this time, in this time that we're in now, dude, I would, I would love that some news like this, um, you know, it could it maybe bring some people closer. Maybe even, you know, if it's scary to people, it's going to be scary to me, dude. If I know for a fact that these things are here among us, you know, I know for a fact that they're flying by, but right. I, I don't mm-hmm. know that they're here. You know what I mean? I yeah. dudes, I've seen stuff that I know is not of this earth. I know it's not of this earth. I, I have no idea where it came from or where it was going, but it wasn't from here. Um, multiple ships, multiple, multiple different types of portals. It's, it's there. It's and, funny you and, say you that. Know, um, you yeah. It's funny you said that because last week, you know, Jay and I, um, we did a podcast on Valiant Thor. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with Valiant Thor, uh, Dave. He was supposedly a extraterrestrial that worked for the government since like the forties. Uh, and okay. um, yeah, I mean, you know, to work among us and to be among us now, I think that would be even the more of the, uplifting of the veil you know i think we've already passed like you said the point of knowing that they're up there uh and, right. and swirling around and doing their own thing up there um but to know that they're among us already i think that's more of the the lifting of the veil i wanted to ask you uh, right. a question regarding that too um you know you've gotten your podcast back you know online and like it's ripping and roaring the last couple of months man and and right. kudos to you brother for doing that thanks uh, man yeah. Um, you, one thing I wanted to ask you though, you had a, a guest on recently that super jealous of, by the way, Mike Rogers, um, dude from fire in the sky. And for, uh, <laughs> for those that are not familiar, uh, you know, check out this movie fire in the sky, uh, came out in the eighties, uh, completely terrified a cousin of mine. I still tease him to this day about it. Um, but you had Mike Rogers on and he's got this whole big thing going on with Travis Walton right now, currently, you know, oh, back and forth. What, what's your whole take <laughs> on this whole thing, man? Let me get your opinion. Wow, Can I get man. your opinion on it? Oh yeah. Yeah, man. You yeah. know, I, I got sucked into it. I, I got sucked into it. Mike yeah, was I'm sucked in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, 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 he was writing about me, uh, on his, on his wall about the stuff that I have. And, um, 
Yeah, dude, these guys, 45 years of, of telling the story. Right. Um, I think that some of these guys got a, a, a reason to be angry. I know I would be. Here's the deal. Um, Travis Walton has a net worth between seven and nine million on, on Google. If you just right. Google somebody's net worth, you can right. get close. So I'll even go, well, say he's five million, five to, you know, five million. Right. He made, he's made all that money off this movie and off this story. Right. These other guys, the reason why he's able to do that and uh, because of their testimony. And whenever Travis calls them to come out and talk about what it is that they do, you know, what they saw, and they're there for him. But they're not getting paid, dude. They're not These getting compensated are- for that. Right. Yeah, they're not making no dollars. As they should, though. As they should. They got well. They're making. They're remaking the movie. They're yeah, I know. I know about that. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So. Yeah. Uh, and, and and you know, like uh, Steve Pierce, he's he's such a good friend, dude. He's a grumpy guy, but we've been friends for like four years. Um, his name wasn't even in, said in in the movie, but his character is there. Like the guy there, that right. played him is it, it, like he's there. With a different name, and I'm like that. That's just insane, man. Shitty. That's insane. You need to be compensated for that. You know right. how much money did that movie make? Right. Damn. Yeah, me know? and Jay, we've we've been friends for 30 years, and that'd be like something like if me and Jay went through something together, and I made the story and then changed his name to Dave, <laughs> and right. then not compensated Jay for any right. of the shit that he was there for. You know what I mean? Right. To be an ass whooping. That's what happened. <laughs> Your ass whip. So, so you're jealous about me having a mic? Is that what you said? Say again. I, I, I can. Uh, you, yeah, you Mike. Mike. Yeah, Mike. Yeah. Oh, I, I'll, I'll get you. I'll get you, Mike. Man, I'll okay. get him to come over and talk with you. Cool. 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 Yeah, you, that's awesome. Be awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem, man. He'll do that, it. That story alone is just so remarkable. It's one of the most important stories in ufology um, to this date. I mean, they've made a movie off of it. Like you said, they're going to remake it now. I mean, it's you know, Travis Walton's been on Joe Rogan's podcast. I mean, the story's been, you know, been going, like you said, for what, 40, 45 years now? I'll, I'll tell you, dude, Mike has got tons of stories that you guys can go on and on about about other sightings that he's had. Oh, and, I'm sure. He's, yeah. Dude, the guy's like a magnet, you know? But yeah, dude, I'll fix that for you tonight. More Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, no, listen, That'd I mean- awesome. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, I again, I mean, just a, a crazy story. I, and I, and if you guys, any of you guys who are, he lived under a rock for the last 30 years, if you haven't seen it, just go check it out. Fire in the Sky. <laughs> I mean, just really great movie. Um, like I said, <laughs> it's terrorized one of my cousins to this day. I mean, he has nightmares- <laughs> And he's in his late thirties. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, listen, man, what's, uh, what's next on the horizon for you, man, what's going on. I know you, you know, we talked about earlier about, you know, some possibilities of doing some more filming. What's yeah. going on with you in the future, man, what's going on. Dude, it's just more, more of the same going out with this, you know, now the weather's a little bit warmer Yeah. and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, um, going out, filming the skies. That's the, I just go out and look, that's, that's, that's all I ever plan on doing. I don't really have any any plans to to take over the world and um, <laughs> write any more books. I mean, this book keeps writing more for itself. Um, but I just I love I love the adventure of all of it, man. I'm yeah. going to keep pure to it and just keep opening up and hopefully see more. 
Absolutely. And where can, uh, where can everybody find the book, uh, David, uh, just in case they want to go ahead and pick that up, which I implore everybody to pick this book up because uh, Dave was uh, very nice enough to send me a copy for free. Um, right. And I was able to go through that thing. It's, it's really an intense ride. But where can everybody find that, Dave? It's on Amazon. Amazon.com. Okay. Yeah, just put in um, Interrupted Journey and it'll pop right up. Perfect. 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 And uh, where can everybody find and follow your podcast as well? Um, Facebook, YouTube, 51 areas is the name of the podcast. So it's, it's all over the place. Awesome. Not to worry about that, man. I just wanted to come here and talk to you. Hey man, listen, I, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta push the brand, man. We gotta push the brand. It's all good. I, mean, I appreciate it. And it's just, it's important for me to get this shit off my chest because I don't mean any ill feelings to anybody that was associated with me on this book whatsoever. It's, it's just kind of sad that it ended up where we are, but I think, excuse me again i think social media has a lot to do with where we ended up and it's unfortunate yeah social media unfortunately does have a lot to do with uh you know uh you know fanning the fuel of the fire as they say and uh you know it just unfortunately you know things can be taken out of context and you know next thing you know you have a full-on you know feud going on and you didn't even know what happened you know right yeah, I totally get it. But, you know, listen, that's no. very admirable of you to come on and talk about your side of the story. You know what I mean? Obviously, right. will, you know, against the other person. And, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it's great that we can just move on and, you know, try to, you know, continue to do more from, you know, and move on from this and, you know, right. from this whole situation. But now it's time to, you know, really push this book, brother, because I think, uh, you know, you got a good one on your hands here, brother. And uh, I appreciate know. it, man. I truly do. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Well, listen, uh, Dave, thanks so much uh, for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate it. And uh, we'll have to have you back on in the future, of course, and uh, have some more fun, man. All right. You guys will be coming over with us soon too. And we'll just have a night of it. All right, man. Absolutely. That'd be awesome. Let me know. All right, brother. All right, man. Peace, brother. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Mr. Dave Miller. Uh, we uh, appreciate him very much for coming on the podcast. Of course, you can catch his book, Interrupted Journey, uh, everywhere where they sell books. Uh, of course, you can go to Amazon.com and pick it up there as well. Again, Interrupted Journey with Mr. Dave Miller. Really appreciate you coming on the podcast. So, um, Jay, uh, before we say goodnight uh, to everyone uh, and uh, finish off this episode, we always do a little uh little segment before we say goodbye and that's called what to watch and it's something you give us as far as recommendation as far as what to watch so what do you have this week for what to watch uh i came well bicentennial man we'll just throw that in as a bonus man there you go fantastic movie very good movie. um but what i was gonna say <laughs> uh is you know i'm all thrown off because i'm all excited about bicentennial oh. i'm totally gonna be watching that thing <laughs> totally 100%. uh <laughs> It's the newest 30 for 30 called Boys of Summer. Okay. Uh, and it documents that home run race between Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire, the 90s. Yeah. And it kind of shows how they started. It showed how they both felt about it. And there's a, there's a weird duality, right? Well, see, save baseball. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. that was... Our, that was our time and it was it was dying with us we yeah were, no and baseball was at a downturn at that point and everybody was just kind of down on baseball and next thing you know you had this home run race between mark mcguire and sammy Sosa. and you're like okay this shit is on fire right now let's check this shit out and, and they were then, just and going then, back and forth week after week and then until sammy Sosa's bat exploded yeah <laughs> and, the, and cork, like, the cork fell out of it right <laughs> the jig is up boys 
Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. 30 for 30, Mark McGuire and Sammy says it for the home run race of that year. What was it, 92? Uh, no, it was, no. It was like 96, I think. 96, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they did a good job covering that, I'm sure, because 30 for 30 usually does. Oh, they're, I mean, they're fantastic. Yeah. Have you seen the one about uh, Al versus the NFL? No. About uh-uh. Al Davis? No. Oh, dude. Yeah. Check it out. I'll check that out. Yeah. I think I, I mean, I thought it was already one of my what to watch, but if it wasn't, friends, bonus, bonus. <laughs> that 30 for 30 is cool because they give you both sides of Pete Rizal and uh-huh. Al Davis. Yeah, and they use um, actual animation of their face on body doubles and really? have them sitting next to each other in like a conversation style. Wow, wow, it's really cool. That's it's that's really, really cool. Neat. Yeah, but and, I really want to check out that Mark McGuire one. It's funny, it's timely for me right now because it was us. Well, not only that, it was us. I mean, I I was just listening to um um an interview with Jose Canseco. Okay. He literally just came out with an interview about a week ago on um, Vlad TV. Vlad TV is a, a big, um, uh, just uh, just a big platform uh, where all these former stars and rappers, uh, you know, athletes and rappers from like the eighties and nineties, they come on and talk about their history. Anyways, long story short, he was on there and he was talking about um, that whole home run race as well. And yeah. you know, they asked him. He, they said. Do you think that Mark McGuire would have still beaten that record even if he wasn't on PEDs? He was like, absolutely. He's like, yeah, the Mark McGuire that I know, he's like, he's like, the guy's a beast. He's like, the guy was as strong as anybody even before PEDs. He's like, the guy could just touch the ball and that ball would fly out. And yeah. he goes, the reason why we didn't break it or he didn't break it earlier. Jose said he would have broke it way earlier. He said the only reason why is because of the field that they played out in Oakland, which was the biggest foul zone in all of MLB. So yeah. he's like, he's like, if he played in Seattle, like what Ken Griffey played, he yeah. said he would have killed that record probably in his second or third year. So I was like, that was really taken back by that because he's like, he was really that good. Really that yeah, good. Yeah, let's let's keep let's keep him on the source though. <laughs> yeah, I mean hey. I'm just saying if anybody's gonna be forgiving about steroids, it's probably gonna be the guy that threw all of the motherfuckers under the bus, including Mark McGuire. Yeah, he did. He certainly um, did. He and we're also did. talking about a guy who lost a finger in a poker game because he accidentally shot it off. Is it was that true? I don't think that's true. No, no, it's hundred percent true. Is it? Um, okay. And then he also was trying to get people to pay him ten thousand dollars to go look for Sasquatch with him. That's that is true. I know that for a fact is true. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I'm just big, citing the source. Yeah, he is a big uh, proponent of uh, Sasquatch and UFOs and shit like that. He's into that shit. So maybe yeah. we can bring him on and talk to him about that. You think he'd come I on the podcast? That shit. That'd be kind of cool I, to have him on here, huh? <laughs> we won't even talk about any of his baseball. Fuck baseball. Talk all the steroids. Talk, we already know shit. about all that. He wrote a book already. We don't need to know anymore. Jose Canseco, yeah. please, if you're listening, we would love to have you on, ask some questions uh, about your ideologies, things you think about. Again, we won't even talk baseball if you don't want to, uh, yeah. but we would love to have you on and hear your side and hear what you think. I'd, I'm reaching out to you, Jose. Got it. I'm reaching out to you, brother. All right. So that's a great suggestion, Jay, for what to watch this week. And I really do appreciate it, Jay. Thank you. Uh, which, uh, of course, brings us to the close for this week 
uh, for Dark Fringe Radio. Again, want to remind everybody how you can listen to podcasts. Just go to our website, darkfringeradio.com, and uh, you can go directly there and check out all our cool shit there. And of course, on our social media, Dark Fringe Radio, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and YouTube. Don't forget the guys, YouTube. Please check that out. I would really appreciate it. Um, again, I am Will Martinez for Jay Galosi. Thank you for joining us on another edition of Dark Fringe Radio, and we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to Dark Fringe Radio recorded in Mephistopheles Studios. Any correspondence can be sent to thedarkfringe at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening.